This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Someone who is arguably the best wide receiver in all of football, that Antonio Brown, is now an Oakland Raider. What's going on, Raider Nation? We are coming to you with the episode I've been hoping that we were going to have, and that's the bonus episode for this week. I was able to make the trip up here to Napa, and so far it's been a good day. I'm staying here. It's going to be for the joint practices on Wednesday and Thursday. This episode is coming to you only after the Wednesday practice, Uh, so I'm going to give you some updates on that. But first, what I want to do actually is cover some hard knock stuff. Hard Knocks, I think, was just about everything I expected it to be. I think a lot of people wanted a little bit more drama, a little bit more, I don't know, of a storyline or something crazy to talk about. Me, personally, it, it we're hitting that balance where a lot of Raider fans that didn't want Hard Knocks are still able to be happy about it because there's not a whole lot of crap going on. We don't have a whole lot of distraction. It's just basic football. I mean, it, it's real football-oriented, just the way we want it to be. And I'll tell you one thing. Kicking it off with a John Gruden speech. Uh, it, pretty much anything John Gruden throughout the entire Hard Knocks is amazing. And you see that Antonio Brown was most likely going to be the focal point of this. He was probably the key, uh, I don't know, piece that made HBO want to come to Napa and feature the Raiders. But as you can see, you know, he was the focal point at the beginning of the show, but he kind of disappeared. And that's probably going through the injury. And you can see it's funny um, how much he was nursing it from the very beginning uh having sore feet trying to get through it Um, now it's to a point to where i think he's really just trying to heal up and actually speaking of his injury we haven't had time to even talk about that very much Um, it's been reported that antonio brown uh, maybe took some missteps in the cryotherapy machine and resulted in some sort of burn to the bottom of his feet almost like a like a freezer burn. A lot of people are calling it frostbite, and that's not necessarily frostbite. It's uh, just uh, it's a blister. Maybe there's some similar sy- symptoms to frostbite, but it's definitely not frostbite. He, it's not even cl- it's not even close, really. I mean, so it's kind of been reported that he's day to day recovering. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to turn into. I was really hoping to see him one of these two days. It looks like that's not going to happen, but that's okay. There's still plenty of other people to watch here. But I'm I see I'm already getting off track here. Back to hard knocks. Um, also. Probably the next featured guy would be Derek Carr. I don't think that we've seen the best of Derek Carr yet. I still think that the best is yet to come. Um, Derek Carr, I think, will shift into maybe the second episode as being the focal point, especially with Antonio Brown not being around for the shooting. 
most likely, of episode two. Um, so that should be big. And also uh, with Jonathan Abram. Now, there's been a lot of controversy uh, with the things that Jonathan... I, I, for one, I guess I should just start with this. I loved what Jonathan Abram brings. Um, he's, he's a loudmouth. He jaws. Um, he's not afraid to speak his mind. And I think he's just kind of down to earth and not afraid to, you know, find out who people are. And I think his first comments we're talking about uh, at the dinner table, I guess, with uh, Derek Carr bringing up, you know, $120 million, $120 million, whatever. I mean, it's not like that information isn't public. You act like he's spreading something that all these players don't already know. They're just cracking jokes about it. And for the most part, I mean, Derek was pretty cool with it. And, And I mean, he's not complaining, so I'm not complaining. I think everything's cool there. And then, of course, with the comments towards Gruden, or should I say the responses to Gruden about him hitting and a lot of people saying that he should respect his coach. I think if you go back and look at that, maybe it was just me, but it seemed like uh, Gruden was kind of smirking about it. Trust me. If he was mouthing off to John Gruden and John Gruden felt disrespected, do you think you'd just sit there and take it? You're going to really feel like Abram was controlling the conversation. That's not going to work like that for the most part. I think Gruden likes what Abram brings, and even Mayock has ranted and raved about it, how they're having to hold him back, but they like it. They like that they have a guy that goes back there, and he, he wants to hit. He wants to be physical. That's the kind, That's who they drafted, guaranteed. Jonathan Abram, they knew this Jonathan Abram before we did. They knew what they were getting. So when it comes to controversy uh, that you guys are concerned about with hard knocks, I don't think there is any, but I will tell you one thing. Uh, with Ronald Ollie, I am extremely disappointed in that because I thought Ronald Ollie was going to be some, not maybe miracle story, Cinderella story, but a guy that we could really root for. I mean, for the most part, from the get-go, um, we've talked about it even somewhat on this podcast that Ronald Ollie, and I see it on Twitter all the time, Ronald Ollie, that's the that's the uh, under most underrated player. That was on one of my posts. A lot of people commented, Ronald Ollie. Come to find out the dude's lazy. And when you're hurt and you're nursing some stupid sore foot, he's not even like doing anything to take care of it. He's missing meetings. Are you kidding me? Like, ah, that was, that was extremely disappointing, but uh, shout out to HBO for the sweet locker room changeover, taking over the number and everything. Uh, That was freaking sweet. So episode one of hard knocks, maybe it's not the drama that everybody expected, especially people outside of Raider nation, those people's opinions. I really don't care because for me as a Raiders fan, I was completely satisfied it got me amped up enough, but it didn't cast anything bad. I feel like, you know, you're going to you're gonna read a lot of things on Twitter. You're going to hear a lot of people's different opinions. Um, but those are going to be the same people that as soon as something juicy happens in Hard Knocks, they're going to be ripping the Raiders for it. So now they're just trying to rip HBO for not making it juicy enough so that they can get some stories out of us and flip this over on top of the Raiders. So HBO is doing a good job. I think John and Mike, like I said, from the get-go, we're doing a good job of keeping some closed doors, keeping some privacy still. Um, but still being real football oriented. So for me, to wrap up this first part, Hard Knocks, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 because I think there's still a lot in store for these next four episodes. So now, at the halfway point through my little camp trip here, we're one of the two days into the joint practices with the Rams. Uh, Things that caught my eye immediately, we did some one-on-one drills, which... I think is awesome. Instead of just going up against our own guys, we're finally going up against another team to see how we match up. And the first position group that I was watching was in the trenches. In my opinion, Trent Brown and Colton Miller were absolutely dominating. They were not getting moved on the one-on-one drills. And then whenever we started going into the 11-on-11s, 
it translated over perfect. The trenches, our offensive line, looked really great. And that even went over into our run game. Goodness gracious, uh, anytime Josh Jacobs got the ball, he was electric. Even Jalen Richard, he was getting the ball up the gut, and he looked good. He was getting open. He was getting space. Doug Martin, he was getting some snaps in there. Even DeAndre Washington had a couple good snaps. Uh, but one thing I did notice that Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib taught these guys quick that I don't care if the play's over. You better hold on to that football. There was a few times, and it really pissed me off because... It really only made me mad because, you know, where you're watching from the Raiders side of or Raiders point of view. But anytime the Rams make a big play, man, they were just going nuts. You'd think that they just made like a gigantic play in the NFC championship or something. Um, I'd say the Super Bowl, but they didn't they didn't make any of those in the Super Bowl. Uh, But I will tell you, the very first play, I was very disappointed. Um, Akib Tlaib came up with an interception on the very first deep pass. It was like a post route across the middle. And he went trotting down the sideline, taunting the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say for our offense today, things did not go our way at all. Um, we were pretty much deep in the secondary. Could not get open. At least that was the first part of camp. Um, Tyrell Williams was getting locked up. Um, so we kind of, you know, we resorted. Our run plays were looking really great. But then finally later in the camp, whenever I came back over and was watching more of the offense, I think they started to really work up more one-on-ones. Tyrell Williams is winning a couple of them. Hunter Renfro is making some great plays. Um, even Marcel Aitman came up with a big catch. Um, J.J. Nelson wasn't much of a factor. They were doing a lot of little gadget plays with him, like if you remember what they used to do with Johnny Holton. Um, and even guys like Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant made a great leaping catch, snatched it out of the air. Uh, was really impressed with him, but he ended up walking away with an injury, so that's something to track to see how he does. That's going to be critical for him because he's kind of fighting for a roster spot there, and I expect Ryan Grant to be able to make the team here, so um, that's something to look out for. And then even on the defensive side of the ball, it was kind of the same story at first. Uh, I mean, the, you can't knock. I mean, the Rams' offense is a great offense. You can't really knock them uh, for really getting to us, but... Towards the end, our secondary was kind of starting to put it together. I mean, for the most part, our safeties uh, started working a little bit more. <laughs> there was one scary play where uh, Carl Joseph came across. They were both making a play on a way too long of a... <laughs> that's the other issue. Is the pressure wasn't quite there. That's kind of where I get worried on sacks. Um, quarterback had a lot of time, but that's okay. Um, there was one, one pass going into the end zone, and Carl Joseph came across and actually wiped out Jonathan Abram by the legs. I was like immediately thinking, come on, dude, get up, get up, get up. And he was fine. So everything was cool there. But yeah, that's the second time now with uh, collisions, man. Those it makes your heart stop for a second. You don't know if they're going to get up and be fine or, or be limping. You don't want player on player or team on team uh, injuries, especially even with joint practices. You don't want anything like that. But overall, I think the defense wrapped it up pretty good. They were playing pretty well. Uh, the linebackers, there's a lot of communication. You can tell uh, Curtis Riley will uh, 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 Booby, Booby Riley. He was coming in on uh, from safety, and I think he like complained or didn't know the play or something. And uh, Vontez really hopped on him, and he was yelling at him, telling, him, "Well, then don't told told him something. Done. Then don't walk to the huddle. Run to the huddle, so you know the play or something." Man, he was he was he was ripping him for it. So uh, the former Fresno State player, things aren't looking good for him at all. Um, we'll see how that safety competition, what it comes down to. Uh, but other than that, the other competition that was going down was Johnny Townsend. Um, I think the punter competition is still uh, in full swing. I know everybody wants Johnny Townsend out. A.J. Cole's got a leg on him. I think Johnny's the better holder. 
Johnny had a ooh a couple rough punts right off the bat. Two or three did not connect with him. Then he had two boomers. Um, looked great. So I don't know why we can't do that consistently. Um, not really sure. I'm not a punter, and I'm not really sure of the mechanics. So whatever he can do, he needs to get online with those two punts. I saw two punts in there that looked great. If he could do that every single time, I would not complain about Johnny Townsend. Um, and then, unfortunately, the way we had to wrap the practice up is we finally got one ball going deep down the field. You know, we, like I said earlier, we're finding – we're finding one-on-one coverages there, and we had one point where Tyrell Williams was streaking down the side of the field uh, with uh, Roby Coleman just behind him. Derek Carr drops an absolute dime into this guy's lap going into the end zone, and he ended up dropping it. Uh, man, it was it was a tough catch. I will give it that. It was a dime, uh, but he was on the run, and, I mean, he just threaded the needle. I mean, he was a few inches away from uh, Roby Coleman's hand. It was a little bit maybe of a falling catch because Ru- Williams was just going after this thing with all he had. If he would have came up with a catch, it would have been a great throw and catch um, unfortunately he dropped it let's hope we can shake that 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 drop bug we don't need that we don't that's uh, it's been a problem for us for a while so hopefully we can shake that off and uh, keep things going so yeah that's gonna be my quick bonus episode to pack in some extra content this week we're still gonna be dropping another episode here in just a few days after the preseason game i believe that's a saturday at five o'clock we're gonna be playing the rams so exactly what we're facing off with here we have one more joint practice we're taking friday off there's no practices on friday and then we'll have the game on saturday make sure you guys watch that against the rams that's five o'clock p.m pacific um, check it out. Finally got some Raiders football. We're going to finally see him suit up. It's not the regular season. We're not going to see probably really any starters, but it's still cool to watch. You want to see the position battles and see what's going to happen. And, uh, we'll get the King in here. Uh, might have another special guest come in and talk about a few things. Uh, but yeah, here's the bonus episode. Make sure if you haven't listened to the previous one earlier this week, check it out and be on the lookout in another few days. Visit my website, RaiderCody.com. Check out RaidersBeat.com. And this episode, this bonus episode, was brought to you by Blue Wire. So make sure you stay on the lookout if you guys are going to camp or while you're listening to this and you're going to camp on Thursday. I'll be there. Look for me. Um, So yeah, it was a nice quick chat. And I'll see you guys next time.